Welcome to the Guts to Share Deeply podcast. I'm your host, Krista, and I'm your host, Brittany. Do you have the guts to share deeply? We do. Okay, so this is the last episode of September and the last episode of the summer, even though we're technically two days into fall. Wow, we're we are here this. now. That's crazy. Yes, um, but we consider this the last episode. So we mm-hmm. thought it would be fun just to have just like an organic conversation, um, kind of reflecting upon the summer and the last few months. So I guess we'll start with the very obvious, <laughs> uh, starting our podcast and how we have kind of felt being able to start it and things we've discussed on it and released (laughs) um so I mean one I am just so proud of us I mean this is something we were talking about since last December so to just see it all come to life and that we actually did it and accomplished it this year um this is kind of just like a dream of ours (laughs) I feel like I mean it started out as an idea and a dream um and of course our you know we always say um kind of our like forefront and our heart in it is just that we really wanted to do something that we felt could impact anybody that would listen Mm -hmm. and help other people um whether it's people that are like in the same situations that like we were in growing up um or even discussing you know the speech impediment or chronic illness you know could be any areas um Mm -hmm. you know that we want to share with other people that could be dealing with the same things or in the same situations, help them to identify what it is they might be going through or dealing with or whatever they might have, whether that's like a speech impediment or chronic illness um, or the way we grew up. Um, Kind of everything we covered has been because we wanted to help other people in those situations um, or even people that have you know, already, you know, uh, been diagnosed or been in those situations and come out of it, Um, you know, even for those people could maybe give them some comfort that they're not the only ones. You're not the only one with a chronic illness. You're not the only one with a speech impediment or you're not the only one that grew up unschooled. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Or isolated or whatnot. So I feel like that's always been our forefront. So I'm really happy that you know, this is something we're doing. It feels very purposeful, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so I'm happy and very proud that we actually accomplished it. And we're doing it. And I guess we can call ourselves official YouTubers and podcasters. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we didn't just stop at the podcast. We were YouTubing mm-hmm. it, too. Um, yeah. And it, you know, it took so much work and behind the scenes of like creating all the social medias and where we're going to like distribute our podcast from. Um, that was work. That was a lot of work a to get it work. all ready yes. and set. Yeah. All set up and, you know, all the lights, camera, action yeah. here are <laughs> set up here. We had to do all this. I remember putting that together and like we found these chairs off Marketplace. On yeah. And just making the space and setting it yes. all up we, yeah. and making it look just just right yeah we've really turned our living room into like our studio (laughs) for music and (laughs) podcasting it's not really an ideal living room (laughs) we do have a little couch though a little futon so (laughs) i mean that's the living room part (laughs) everything else is it's like studio all in all in one yes 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's not only been so fun, I feel like in a positive in the midst of things that we've still been like having to deal with and go through, um, or have in our life. This has, you know, been a really big positive for us this whole summer. Um, and I feel like, you know, it's almost like therapy, just getting to sit, Mm -hmm. get things out, talk about it, release it. There's something different (laughs) about There's like healing within it. Yeah. Yes. There's some healing that goes on because you're actually getting to speak on certain things and yes just i don't know like just hearing 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 yourself talk about it too i was literally about to say yes (laughs) yeah like literally putting on headphones talking on a mic you're like hearing yourself or you can listen back and you know especially when we were talking about some deep really like hard things um yeah i feel like it's pretty healing and therapeutic (laughs) yes yeah i would say yeah and we're here with each other like we're talking to each other it's just yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, so yeah, I guess just kind of reflecting upon some of our podcasts, um, you know, we got to do, I know kind of the big thing for us was discussing our um, upbringing and the way we grew up isolated and mm. unschooled and mm-hmm. some crazy stories in there, <laughs> situations we went through. And really, that's just brushing the surface, <laughs> believe it or not. Um, but I feel like that that was definitely so freeing, you know, to be able to finally talk about these really hard things to talk about. And that I also feel like we feared discussing on any kind of public platform, you know, our entire lives. Because I mean, there was that one point, you know, with everything, but especially with the being unschooled, we were made to lie, you know, growing up. Mm-hmm. about you know if anybody asks you you're in this grade it's like, yeah. and we'd just be conditioned and made to like lie about this lie about that you know no matter what it was it wasn't even just the unschooling but whatever we were doing day to day or the way we were growing up or you know different things but especially with the schooling it was like if we were ever out in public we were told say this say that um so it's like you know going from being conditioned and made to lie as kids um, and then getting older and, you know, obviously coming to our senses and finding out and realizing, hold on, why am I telling people I'm doing this if I'm not? And hold on, isn't that lying? (laughs) Isn't that wrong? Um, And then to us breaking out and people asking us, and we still, you know, even though we technically didn't have to lie anymore, we felt like we did. You know, um, well, it was also the fear of what they would think. Yes, obviously. And we were still living in the house together. You know, there was still that family dynamic. So it's like, okay, if I like drop this bomb on these people that don't know us that personally, you know, what are they going to do? And the fear that was put into our heads growing up by our parent, you know, If we didn't lie about certain things in certain situations, it was like, you're going to go into foster care. You're going to all be separated. I feel like that also Mm. really lived in the back of our mind. You know, yes, we finally broke out. We're going to church. We're meeting people. I guess we could just tell them what's up. Mm. But I was still only 15. It's like I was still a kid. I'm still under this roof. I'm still trying to protect my family my siblings, you know, like most important, I'm still thinking, well, if I tell these people, 
is what that parent told me is going to happen going to happen? You know, these people are going to go report us, you know, and then we're going to end up in foster care and it's going to be all my fault that we're all separated. Yeah. And it was always like, I feel like that we were made to feel like it was going to be on us. Yeah. It's all our fault. Like it was going to be our fault. Yes. Which was the fear. And like that everyone would be upset with us. Our lives would be ruined. Like each other's lives would be ruined. The foster care thing. We'd never see each other again. Like everyone's, you know, it's going to be a whole thing if you tell the truth. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, I think we kind of were conditioned to like, we rather endure the unhealthy, toxic situation we were dealing with than thinking of like, being sent to foster care and being separated Mm -hmm. and hurting each other in that way, you know, because we were made to feel like that's what was going to happen and it was going to be all of our fault. You know, you did that to your sibling, you know, and it's like, um, so I feel like, you know, even when we first broke out, I mean, like I said, I was still like 15, you know, there was still that. Um, but after realizing, you know, that wasn't just going to happen, you know, Um, and that I think, I think we even said in one of the episodes, it kind of, um, became more to us, like, maybe that wouldn't even be so bad, you know, because the situation was becoming worse and worse and worse and worse and more and more and more abusive and more weird and more isolated. And it was just becoming so bad and so many layers being added into it that it was like, maybe someone does need to step in and help us. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think, um, obviously we also realized the things this person was telling us to say and do or else was a lie. You know, it was not necessarily or else, you know, it was like, actually maybe we would have just been made to be put in school (laughs) or just been helped in some way, um, which we really could have (laughs) used. So, um, you know, we kind of got over that and realized it's kind of all bogus talk and that we needed to be honest and tell the truth. And we did want help. And then it also, as we got older, you know, got to a point where when we fully realized it was wrong, it was not right the way we grew up. And then how much it was affecting us as adults, being able to get jobs, any good job, you know, if we were interested in pursuing any kind of career that would require an education or college, like we're totally held back from that. Um, I feel like kind of coming to that realization that definitely became that fear of like, we didn't want our younger siblings to have to deal with that became Mm -hmm. so much bigger than any threats or anything else that was, you know, being said to us. It was like, no, I'm going to ask for help. Now I'm going to tell the truth. I'm going to say this and that because I am trying so hard to save our younger siblings from getting to 20 years old and not having the education, not being able to go to college, not being able to get a decent job um, Mm -hmm. or being made to feel so ashamed or embarrassed, you know, and being put in such a struggle position. It's like we all kind of were like, you know, maybe that happened to us and we're dealing with that now. But if we could stop it from happening to our younger siblings, we wanted to. Yes. So I feel like that became very important um, to us. But yeah, mm-hmm. being able just to like 
you know, and now we're at the point, you know, we're able to talk about it publicly and share it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's very personal and it's very difficult to talk about those things and share those things. But we've also, you know, we're older now. We've worked through a lot of it. We kind of had come to that point. We felt, you know, ready um, to share about it. So although it might have come as a big shock um, to a lot of people that listened and reached out to us like, oh, my gosh, you know what? It's like we we are ready to talk about it, you know, and it feels good to come to that point. It does, um, yeah. Yeah, so I'm very proud of us um, for getting so honest and so deep and just having this first full circle, you know, moment of like being made to lie as kids and now telling the truth and the story publicly. So yeah. it definitely feels so freeing and like a weight is lifted off, you know, and I feel like you know, we had that fear so long of, you know, this other parent hearing us talk about it publicly, um, what they would think or say or do, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because we were talking about it, um, or even what people around them would think or say or do. Um, and we've had to deal with quite a bit of that this summer, too, <laughs> probably just because we told our truth. But that's the thing, too. It's like, we knew that and not just that we're not afraid of it it's like nothing (laughs) you can say or do is going to stop us from telling our truth and telling our stories Mm -hmm. and what happened to us you know and if you don't like it you shouldn't have done it that's (laughs) became our thing exactly yeah you know it should not stop us from being able to talk about it we were made for so long to be quiet about it and lie about it or be secretive about it and it's like that's just not healthy that's not. not reality and I'm just so proud of us for overcoming that aspect alone you know just you know, that fear and it still can be anxious. It's still, I mean, I probably, you can probably see if you're watching, like I still get like anxious, even bringing that aspect up in a sense. And, you know, we still can feel anxiety, you know, talking about certain things and whatnot, because like, what are they going to say or do? Mm -hmm. Um, but we've really overcome that. And every day I feel like we're overcoming it. And I am so proud of us for that. You know, it's like we're adults now and we're not going to let fear stop us or this person stop us or anyone around them stop us from being able to share our truth and our stories, you know, and help other people. So, um, yeah, I'm really proud about that. And then, you know, even other podcasts we've been able to do, uh, me talking about, you know, my chronic illness, um, you know, I'm so happy I was able to talk about that. That's not something even people that are like kind of close to me know about, you know, it's kind of awkward. Like, I don't know how to bring it up. Like, Oh, and by the way, I feel like crap today. And I have all these symptoms because I have a chronic illness. Just thought you should know. Like it's mm-hmm. kind of, you don't know really. I feel like I don't know really when to bring it up too much. Um, so it was really nice for me to be able to finally like talk about it and just put it out there publicly. And for anybody, especially in my life to like listen to um, and know, <laughs> it's just yeah. like, okay, here it is. Um, and just to bring more 
awareness to fibromyalgia and chronic illnesses, even autoimmune diseases, um, everything that kind of falls under that umbrella and all these crazy symptoms. Like I feel like half the time doctors and everybody else, you know, can look at you and be like, are you crazy? <laughs> like, are you for real? You know, like, because they don't see it. You know, I appear totally healthy, normal and fine. And it's like, no, you don't even know what's going on on the inside or what I'm feeling or all the pain or all the brain fog, this or that, or all these weird symptoms that kind of just keep um, developing. So I loved that I was able to, you know, hopefully bring some awareness, you know, to all those aspects to people. And, you know, when I had shared it, I got so many messages and comments like, yes, you know, that's what I experienced. That's what I feel, you know, and nobody gets it, you know, because if you don't have it, you don't get it. You know, and luckily, a point I did point out, I remember in that episode, surround yourself with people that have a lot of empathy Mm. for you um, because someone like yourself doesn't have it, but, you know, you have a lot of empathy for me and you believe me and, you know, but there is a lot of people in life that just don't and won't and they'll be mad at you for canceling, you know, last second on a plan, you know, and they will not have any grace for the fact that like, I'm sorry, I woke up and it's raining and I physically can't move now. Like, mm-hmm. I know it doesn't appear that way, but it is that way. And there's people in your life that, you know, will stop even being your friend because they get frustrated with you or mad at you, which like, I can also understand, but you really got to surround yourself with people that have a lot of empathy for you and care for you and really do believe you and understand you, um, or people that have the same chronic illness because those are really the people that are gonna 100% understand and not make you feel bad when you have to cancel those plans you know or you can't say yes until very close to (laughs) or just certain weird things that we have to do because it's like we don't know how we're gonna feel and Mm -hmm. I understand why it's hard for people to understand that um but there is that so I was just so happy to be able to bring awareness to that aspect and then for you um I know a huge thing was getting to publicly discuss your speech impediment. Yes, it so, was. It, yeah. How'd you feel? It was huge. Um, yeah. If this were me years ago, I would have never thought I would actually like talk about it. Right. Um, in this kind of setting. Um, but I was ready. Yeah. Yeah. Like, of course, there's those like nerves there. Um but yeah, I was I was ready and wanting to shed light on that yes. and just bring awareness to everyone that it is right. something like that's real and this is what um you, you know it's like. Yeah. So that that was really freeing um just to be able to talk about it and explain it like um well yeah, like explain stuff um pertaining it and like really getting honest about even how it has affected me like personally and just like emotionally as well yeah um because that stuff is hard you know yeah but being able to just speak on that it was it was freeing and it was it was great (laughs) and we got so much feedback on that video I remember doing it I I think that's still our most viewed one actually um oh really yes we got so much um messages and like comments and feedback from people um that could relate 
And I'm like, thank you so much for sharing about because I think especially something like that, it doesn't seem gets talked about as much, you know? No. And like, I do think people know what it is. I mean, it's not Mm -hmm. foreign, but, but it takes someone who has it to actually talk about it. Right. You know, and like share it. Yes. And it's definitely not very well known because I know even certain people like in our life are like, what? When you tell them and like, what is that? Like they have no clue. I think almost everybody you've told are like, what? Well, you'd think that they would maybe get it or like, well, not, not like get it, but they would know what it is, know what it is. Yeah. But most of the time, every time, like I deal with, you know, like I'm talking with someone or yeah, like if it's someone that we know, like they're always like, oh wait, what? Like, really? Like, like what is that? Can you Like, explain? what's that? Yeah. Right. Which I'm like, oh, then I guess I really do need to be sharing this because, yeah. you know, um, and also the other aspect of like still trying to hide it in certain ways. Yeah. Um, and not being fully, um, open where I'm like allowing it to show. Right. And I have my moments where like I am talking pretty well though mm-hmm. or fluently. Um, but but yeah, I just think it's such like a com like it's such like a complex thing. Right. And I can't really pick and choose when it's gonna happen. Right. Um so yeah, yeah. I think it's hard to like understand mm-hmm. if you're not someone with it. Yeah. But I was so glad know. like I'm proud of you and I'm so happy that you like brought awareness to it and just even lifted that weight off yourself getting to finally release it publicly and talk about it and kind of own it and be like this is what I deal with you know yeah a lot of courage in that yeah because like um growing up it was um and I know I've spoke I think I told or I talked about this like in Mm -hmm. the episode but it was something I you know did try to hide Mm -hmm. um yeah and like it made me think about kind of like I can kind of like relate it to um the unschooled thing where it's like yeah oh well I have to hide this mm-hmm. you know I can't allow this to be known um even though at times it was I guess but I wasn't calling it what it was you know mm-hmm. um but yeah just also having to hide it it's like I knew that had to stop and by talking about it like this that has helped to even do like less of that yeah and in my I, personal life <laughs> I feel like it made you very quiet for many years you know kind of self-isolate and very very quiet especially in any social settings yes. or publicly um So to get yourself to a point where you're not only able to talk about it in your personal life and tell more and more people, which you've also done the last couple of years, I know that's helped tremendously, but being able to sit down and talk about it on a podcast and release it publicly, I think that is a really good point for you to get to. You've become a lot louder, (laughs) a lot more of a talker in recent years than you were growing up. Yes, and that has also helped a lot. Yeah. Um, and obviously doing this podcast, like just talking and it like helps, it helps me like, it makes me 
better mm-hmm. or it can make me even like better at speaking and um yeah getting my points across too yes. just um I agree 100 <laughs> percent so yeah I think that's really great and I'm just so proud of you oh thank so, you <laughs> you're welcome um yeah so and then we kind of wanted I of course have my notes here <laughs> or I'd be a mess um the brain fog but you know what I am I am experiencing that as of right now too yeah it happens well it happens yeah but um so I guess you know now that we've kind of reflected on the the big one in the room starting our podcast obviously and we're just so proud about that um it's something it's an accomplishment that we definitely should be happy with and proud about which we are it still hasn't sunk in I know. It really hasn't. <laughs> I know. Um, and I want to say this is going to be our 14th or 15th episode, I think, or 16th, actually. I would have to look back. So it's I a really lot. don't know, but wow. Yeah. Um, so I'm really proud about that. Um, but then we kind of wanted to dive into, you know, what's a couple big things we feel like we've learned over just the last couple months and this summer. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of had this discussion before we started this today, um, because we kind of feel like we both have experienced a lot of the same things and have kind of learned and taken, um, similar things. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like we can relate to really, certain things yeah. that we've learned and stuff. Yeah. There's not really like just one individual thing. Um, so one thing we kind of jotted down was protecting our peace. That is a Ooh. big one. <laughs> uh, Yeah. It is very, very important to protect your peace, (laughs) your peace of mind, your peace in your home, your peace in your life, like anywhere. Mm. Um, So we kind of jotted down a couple things um, we kind of have had to learn or we do to protect our peace. So I feel like the biggest thing is setting boundaries. You have got to set boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. (laughs) with people you just have to (laughs) and unfortunately it could be people that you know you love you have heart for you know it could be your own family it could be close friends of yours um you know but you also got to identify people that just drain your energy and look to drain energy um or like drama starters you know, yeah. just people that can't work things out and that it's like they look to come to you in chaos or with a chaotic situation at hand and they're freaking out. And it's like you can give them all the help or advice you think you're giving them in the world. And they also just don't take it. You know, somebody that comes to you genuinely with, you know, problems and you want to help them and, you know, they take your advice and, and, you know, you work it out. That's one thing. Mm -hmm. But people that just come to you, you know, in moments of chaos and cause you to freak out, (laughs) uh, get your cortisol up, which is terrible for fibro warriors, (laughs) um, you know, cause you to get worked up, disrupt your day, disrupt your few hours, cause you stress just to not even take your advice, to not even 
take the help. It's like they continue in their own cycle. Mm -hmm. And I think the root of it is that they just like chaos. They clearly just like chaos or drama. And so they try to pull at everybody to see who's going to feed them in that and engage in that kind of behavior with them mm-hmm. and kind of keep it going or not. And, and I also realize with some people, you know, when I have these certain people that have come to me, you know, in this chaos and this drama and these problems, I'm like, okay, let's figure out a solution. Like, I'm kind of like, I, I try to stay calm and, you know, kind of be that like, okay, let's find a solution. Here's not. And when they're like, okay, have a nice day. <laughs> like, they don't even want to talk to me then. Then I'm like, wait, weren't you just in like chaos and you wanted help? You know, it's like when they, and then you don't even hear from them <laughs> for months again. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you're not feeding into it with them, they ain't even going to talk to you. And so I, I've had to really recognize people, some people that I love, but that just are that way. And it's like, listen, you know, I love you. I want to help you if you really want the help or advice, you know. And of course, you know, you also have those people if they just need to rant something out to you. Okay, just rant to me. You know, I get that too. But if you're just continuously looking for someone to feed into your drama and you're really not looking for a solution or help, um, you got to cut those people out. You got to have if anything, very strict boundaries with those people and only engage with them, you know, for a lunch here or there. (laughs) That's it. Or altogether, cut them out if they're really, really bad for you. Um, So I've personally had to really learn a lot of that. I mean, I feel like we both have in certain ways. Um, Yeah, like I can can relate. Yeah. Protecting your, your peace. Yes, and boundaries um, and recognizing those behaviors and people, you know, for sure. And just really surround yourself with people that, you know, are also reciprocating with you. You know, I also know that like you have, you know, the term takers, you know, we've also <laughs> definitely experienced uh, that. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah. People that just want to take, 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 take no matter what it is. And I'm currently learning, like learning that I feel like. Oh, yeah. Right, right right now we're always learning well yeah we haven't 100 percent accomplished it no yet because <laughs> it can be hard you know yes. like like especially if you are a people pleaser and a giver and a giver you know you want to help and you think if you do set a boundary mm-hmm. or protect your peace then you are being selfish right or yes. that you're the one um not being you know, right or something. Mm-hmm. So it's just like learning how to, or re, or or like re learning rather. Yes. You know yes. the 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 healthy way to go about it instead. And you can have people that make you feel bad for setting boundaries, saying no. You know, kind of protect your peace. I feel like that's also though a great way to weed them out. But you can have people that. Like literally, like they gaslight you or make you feel bad. Well, what do you mean? No, what do you mean? Is that? You know, and it's like I just, I just don't want to engage in drama. What do you mean? <laughs> Why is that a problem? Um, so yeah, that should like, be just a clear, like, like a clear cut sign. Yes, for sure. You know. Yeah, and, and you'll I mean, have it's pretty be- obvious, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they kind of like come to you in chaos. You try to help them, then they kind of like turn it around on you, or they make you feel bad, and you're like, 
hold up, you came to me. And if this <laughs> is like a pattern, then wow, you know, like you really then should let that go. Yes. You know? Right. Yeah. Definitely you should let those people go or keep them with a, bound, a very strict big boundary. Again, because if it's family, then, you know, you can't really. I mean, that's. I you guess can. It, well, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. What you it mean. is hard. But you can, and sometimes you absolutely have to. Because sometimes I will think, well, They'll, they are the worst half the time. <laughs> well, if it's like family or friends, it's like you think, well, well, like my family. I mean, they're like my family, so you feel like you can't maybe go to the extent that you could with a friend because oh, well, they're just a friend. Like, but like I know, I know what you mean though. Yeah, because even because it's different. Like a friend could feel like a family member right yeah so it doesn't matter if it's family or friend exactly yeah and i think actually especially family can sometimes be some of the worst people well, yeah because you you're know, always that are... like involved and it's i think with family they feel a sense of entitlement to cross boundaries and take advantage of you oh yeah yeah you know they feel like well i'm you're this so i can and it's like no (laughs) we're actually adults and you can't right you know you're not just entitled because you're my blank you know related um yeah so i actually almost feel like it gets a little worse with family and i you know i it's harder maybe to set boundaries with them for sure Mm -hmm. harder than a friend you rarely see you know um it can be very hard and it can be I can see that tough and it can be so many things but very necessary at times (laughs) um yeah so I feel like setting boundaries and um you know saying no goes along those lines too saying no is hard though Yes. When you're a people pleaser (laughs) or you're just kind or a giver, it can be hard, especially if people make you feel bad for it. But as we've discussed, those are the ones to weed out. Yes. (laughs) Um, But yeah, learning to say no, which is still so hard for me personally. You know, we're always learning. Um, But yeah, that kind of goes under that umbrella of setting boundaries and, you know, keeping drama and out of your life and protecting your peace is learning to say no. You know, there's some things that I've been invited to. I know I want to say no. I should say no. Mm-hmm. I go to and I'm miserable. And <laughs> I'm like, I told it, myself. Yes. When it comes to like, just, you know, being, 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 being invited to some place, like you just, it's like, it's so hard to say I, no if you yeah. really don't want to go, but then you just end up miserable yeah like like you said and maybe because you knew in the back of your head with the company that's there you knew what the result was going to be knew it was going to be drama you knew it was going to be a show and a half and you knew you rather have stayed at home in bed (laughs) watching netflix you know or something like uh and that's hard so i've definitely i feel like i i to be honest i feel like i have finally learned that and that's taken a lot but after the last situation that I said yes to, and I was like, <sighs> then I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. From now on, I'm going to be like, thank you so much for inviting me. Maybe send a gift if I really feel the need. But I can't make it. What's wrong with saying that? 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> just because it's like, I know it's going to disrupt my peace and stress me out. And that's what those kind of people look for. And it's just like, I love you, you know, but I, I can't do it anymore. And as an adult, I mean, come on. It's like, we're adults now. Uh-huh. Can't do this anymore. So yeah, saying no. <laughs> and learning that, you know, however they take it, that's on them. Yes. And not feeling guilty for that. Don't let them you know? feel guilty. Yeah, absolutely. And again, if they do, then cut them out completely, you know, but there's ways to do it too that can be healthy and, you know, make it easier. Like I said, maybe Mm -hmm. you get invited to something and you, you've learned now, okay, I don't want to go to their parties or their (laughs) this or that, let's say, but maybe you just respectfully, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be busy. I have to decline, but go ahead and send them a nice card little gift card or a little gift you know it doesn't hurt to do that either if they are still someone in your life or maybe you're having a hard time believing like cold no um you still can do it in you know a mature healthy nice way right and if they choose to be all mad about that then it's time to be like goodbye but maybe that way you're also keeping the peace you know um Mm -hmm. so there's ways to go about it but definitely just you know protecting our peace uh we've had to do a lot of and especially i think with starting the podcast that was a big thing we've had we had to discuss beforehand a lot of kind of like listen you know especially certain things we were gonna you know talk about and put out there and we knew certain people could be mad at us for or (laughs) retaliate against us for or unhappy for it was like we we knew that beforehand you know, but we definitely had to also really protect our peace over that. You know, we have certain people come at us because they didn't like that we were exposing certain things, which did happen. It's like, okay, but you know, delete block. That's why there's those buttons for a reason, you know, or just don't let it get to you. Don't let it get in our space, in our head, or stop us from continuing to talk about things that we want to talk about. You know, it's like, dude, keep that over there. You know, you don't <laughs> think we already thought about that happening. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, the fact is that we are protecting our peace and we don't care what you have to say about it anymore. You know, we were ready to talk about it and tell our truth. So you know, keep that over there, delete, block, enough. <laughs> um, and why do you want to give us the views anyway? <laughs> Stop <laughs> viewing <laughs> our stuff if you don't like it. Um, yeah, but that, and that's big for people that are into social media or maybe, you know, you've exposed certain things or you want a podcast or have or YouTube. Understand you're going to have either just flat out haters, strangers, or people in your family or connected to them or something that might try to come at you for exposing something or telling the truth about something that they rather you have kept a secret or a lie your whole life. Um, and you really got to have that kind of conversation with yourself like, okay, that's going to happen. Understand that is going to happen. Um, but you got to be able to protect your peace in the midst of that and stay true to who you are. You know, and so I'm also proud of us for doing that. And we've had to learn that big one this summer through it. Um, 
And I guess this kind of goes hand in hand, overcoming fear, self-doubt, and learning Mm self-love. So it's something that is continuous. But that has also been a major thing with podcasting this summer and what we've podcasted about. Um, Growing up isolated, you know, unschooled, um, or even you even discussing your speech, me discussing... Um, the chronic illness, other things we've discussed and been honest about. Um, there's a lot of fear and anxiety about that. Um, or you can have a lot of insecurity or self-doubt. Um, and so we've, I feel like, had to really learn to, like, put ourselves first. You know, love ourselves and be confident in ourselves and whatever it is we want to talk about um, or yeah. share. And really overcome the fear of it. Who cares what anybody will say, do, think? We are allowed to tell our stories and our truth. Because we don't so care. used to not being allowed to be real. Yes. And that honest. we get to be fully honest mm-hmm. and real here. And like, I know that we are honest and real like people, but those insecurities can come up mm-hmm. um, and be present especially yeah. in like in like social settings and stuff right and around people yes um because you always feel like you have to put on this front yeah or appear like you know things are fine and three got action i know <laughs> yeah yeah you know and like there's nothing wrong um and we were very conditioned that way growing up with all aspects you know the second you walked out that house door <laughs> Yeah. It was and three, two, one action, <laughs> you know, from our uh, the way we looked to the the way we acted, of what we had to answer to people, what we had to say or not say. It could be anything. Yeah, it was just it all. Like it was three, two, one, go. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So yeah, so it's hard to kind of break from that mentally, that almost performance mindset when you get on a mic, when you get in front of a camera when you get somewhere socially yeah and the idea that you have to have the right the right answer yeah or response and what is wrong or right you know but it's like you it's not even the right answer but a perfect answer like if this is my truth then it's my truth yeah it doesn't have to sound like someone else's truth right because it's not my truth like <laughs> right you know or it doesn't have to be filtered or polished like just say what it is (laughs) i know and that's that's been really hard yes it's like a struggle yeah we both have had to like deal with that and get over that um and it's still hard and we're still sitting here today trying to like get over it i feel like it's something because of us being so conditioned you know in that aspect growing up it's something that almost feels like it's always going to live in the back there. You know, it's really hard to 100% be ourselves, 100% be, you know, raw and like honest and say whatever it is, how it is, you know, it's hard. You know, I think we do a great job at it now, but it's hard. You know, it's hard to like let the tears flow sometimes. Oh, oh, yeah, that. And like even, even, even that too. Yes. I'm like, no, I can't cry. 
I can't. And it's like, why? Right. (laughs) But that was even a thing growing up. It's like, we're made to feel weird or bad or you can't, especially in public. Because then it would become a problem. Yeah. I think then they'd get mad at you for just being real. And it's like, well, I'm just experiencing this right now. Or like, I'm crying because I'm crying because I'm upset. And it's like, but you can't be upset. Well, it's because that parent didn't want people on the outside finding out what was actually going on. So it's like, you can't cry about it in public. You can't talk about it in public. You can't this or that. You know, even as children, it's like, uh -uh uh-uh-uh, you know? And they get so mad because it's like, it would draw attention, you know? And people wondering what's wrong or something or what's actually going on. And it's like, you just had to walk out that door and three, two, one, action, you know? And put on this persona, this, you know, face, this mask. (laughs) And, um, but you know, I am so proud of us for getting to overcome that. I am too. And, oh, are you crying now? Yes! (laughs) Don't say that because I might just cry. (laughs) That's a good thing. It's a good thing. We just spoke about that. Let the tears fall. And you're like, yes. So. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. It's good. Yeah. You know, you can. Sorry. I'm like itchy on my stomach. If anyone sees me on YouTube, I'm like, bug bite me (laughs) on my side. Sorry. Um, Yes. Well, it's good. I mean, it makes you emotional. It makes you cry because it's okay to be emotional. It's okay to (laughs) cry. Yes. It's okay to cry. It's okay to do it on the YouTube, on the podcast right now. It's okay. (laughs) This is probably one of our most raw and real episodes. Well, yeah, because I'm crying, obviously. (laughs) Is this the first time you've cried an episode or one of us? I'm trying to think. I feel feel like this has been. I feel like I'm the first one to actually start crying on an episode. Yeah. I feel like we've, like, either one of us have started crying before and then we've, like, stopped recording and feel like we'd had to redo it or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, of course, that's probably happened. Um, But we don't. But don't have to. It made me more, or it made me cry more when you pointed pointed (laughs) it out. Are you crying? And I was, like, even more, like, yeah. Yes. No, it's a good thing. It's a good thing to cry and let it out. And it's okay to do it publicly. It's okay to do it on your own daggone podcast yeah there's no there's 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 no need to oh like cut it out or redo it all because i just had a moment where i started tearing up it's like what is the big deal or hide it yeah but we have always been made to feel or condition that like we had to cover it up you know especially on any type of public platform if it was a video it was you know (laughs) in real life like anything and we don't have to anymore. So, bravo to us. <laughs> I'm very proud of us. Yeah, I mean, if any, see, this is why this is therapeutic. This is why it's like therapy right now. I know, so I'm crying. <laughs> it's therapy, the water works going, like, you know. Um, yeah, but that basically concludes <laughs> our conversation. But This was a good, good one. Yeah. I feel like that we touched on a lot, and it was good. Yes. Yeah, and I am happy to say that I'm so proud of us. Thank you so much for listening.